Hi, this is Jeff Cobra, and we welcome you to another Disney at Play podcast. It's about Halloween at the Magic Kingdom. Well, it's been it's been a long year and somewhat uh, of a lost one. But fall is upon us, and at the Magic Kingdom, that usually means a big old salute to Halloween. This year, in the absence of Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party, we cover what Disney has tried to do to make the holidays succeed during this pandemic. We look at decorations, character cavalcades, food, oh yeah, food, and merchandise. We also, we also pay homage to some of those missing pieces this year. All this and more on this Disney at Play post and podcast. Be sure to check out not only our um, our podcast here, but also make sure you check out our notes page at disneyplay.com because we have lots of images as the Halloween festivities have gotten underway today. Well, it's time to deck the fall, so to speak. Uh, I always lament, honestly, I always lament that fall decor at Disney goes out by the 1st of August. They do it because Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party starts start up right into uh, the first week or so of August, and I hate that. It just makes me feel like summer is already coming to a close. I never like that. So this year, um, I was kind of glad to see it come out mid-September. September 15th, that's okay for me. Um, I was ready, and even the weather, maybe it's the, uh, the uh, clouded bands from the hurricane pouring in on the golf, cor- golf coast, but, um, but whatever, the weather seemed um, fairly, fairly right for the first day of, the, uh, of Magic Kingdom's Halloween celebration, at least for Florida. I'm grateful for, for what I've seen. When you step in, you see many familiar uh, pieces. I'll talk about some you don't see, but you see the Mickey-shaped uh, pumpkins along with uh, fall wreaths, and they deck all the way down Main Street. You see a fall foliage tied with ribbons. In fact, some of it actually looks a little new. I don't think we, we talk a lot about... Um, Folks talk a lot about how the parks are decorated for Halloween and Thanksgiving. I don't think most people know that there is a separate team that is dedicated for window um, decorations um, in the stores and so forth. And I have to say, they do a great job. And I'm not just talking Magic Kingdom. I'm talking across uh, all the parks that have uh, decorative windows and no less here. At the Magic Kingdom, it feels very festive as you, as you look at the uh, individual decor um, going through. So that was kind of good, and you and we again hold some images of that. I'm happy to say that with the decor, the Cadaver Dance, known uh, the rest of the year as the Dapper Dance, will be starting on September 20th in just a few more days. This is their first reappearance back into the park since the pandemic and uh well i would have loved to have seen them just as dapper dance come back i'm just thrilled they're back 
and they are fun as cadaver dance and uh, you definitely want to check that out probably of all the unique decor pieces if i could put it that way that are part of the park celebration are the costumes that guests are allowed to wear now today because we're still a little ways from halloween i didn't see a lot of guests dressing up in full fashion i've got an image of two ladies um one had this buccaneer gear with a ship in her mickey hat so cool the other was a very fashionable maleficent outfit saw another guy dressed up as ursula later on but i didn't get a chance to snap a photo of it this i think is one of the big treats uh, for us if and, and as locals the locals are big on the not so scary halloween party they're the ones who often pay um, and we have gone many times, mostly I've gone in years past to cover press events and, and the like. Uh, frankly, I kind of hate paying out of my pocket for it because I'm already paying a premium to come into the parks every day of the year. So I kind of resist. I've resisted doing it in the last few years, but it was it's really nice this year because... You can come and celebrate not just on one night. You kind of come and celebrate anytime between September 30th and October 31st. And uh, yeah, we're missing the fireworks and the castle show. And of course, the trick-or-treat uh, candy, the parade. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But it's fun that guests are allowed to just come and uh, get into some costumes and just come. Uh, whether that's uh, your favorite Haunted Mansion t-shirt or something much more elaborate. So I'm really pleased that uh, that kind of makes up for a lot going going on. I also will say that um, also making up a, for a lot of this is the Halloween-themed character cavalcades. We, As you probably know from our previous podcasts, Disney not being able to do parades has just simply sent out one float at a time with a a small menagerie of Disney characters um, kind of unexpectedly so that guests wouldn't gather in large groups. Well, I have to tell you, that didn't happen this morning. On the first day, guests were lined up on Main Street so excited for Um, the Halloween character cavalcades, and they didn't disappoint. Um, We have a video on our post, so you'll want to check it out, that shows all of them. The first one, and I guess I'm telling you, there there was excitement in the air as Jack Skellington and company came down, um, down Main Street. Uh, People were really excited uh, to see, to see Jack and the characters from Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, also Mickey, uh, and the gang had some Halloween, uh, costumes on cute little costumes and they had their own float with the boo to you, boo to you and you and you, and they came on down the street. That was nice with some dancers. That was great. There was a villains float that took, um, a former, uh, villain float that used to be in the parade many years back 
and it was filled with lots of villains. My favorite, I got to tell you, is the bowler guy. I just love seeing that guy show up. He's kind of like Snidely Whiplash, if you know who that is. And, uh, you know, with the long handlebar mustache, and even though he's kind of redeemed in the film, uh, he's, he's a fun villain to have. But you had all the other familiar ones, such as Maleficent and the Evil Queen and uh, Jafar and so forth. So Captain Hook. It was, it, it was great. But I got to tell you, the one that stole my heart was as the trolley, horse-drawn trolley, came down Main Street. Along came Winnie the Pooh and friends, uh, decked out in Halloween costumes. It was, in this particular one, Piglet and Eeyore and Tigger and Pooh. And I had not seen Winnie the Pooh come with that group. They It had usually been rabbit and piglet and dior so it was really fun to see um and they just had the cutest costumes on that that just stole my heart again check out the video you can see it and and it's just really lovely and uh and that really set the spirit and the mood for this this little halloween experience I should also mention, I need to add some photos to it, but I, lest I forget, you know, there is no better centerpiece to any celebration of Halloween than the Haunted Mansion. You know, if, if we had nothing else, we still have the best spooky attraction there is. And... The Haunted Mansion never disappoints, and it has been... I've noticed in the last couple of times I've visited, or since the since the pandemic, since we came off the pandemic, the, the lighting inside the attraction, just all the attentions to details in the attraction seems, seems really well displayed. And um, I just, you know... Don't you can't talk about Halloween without going to the haunted mansions. So, uh, even though it's a little different with having to kind of walk through the stretch room rather than go through the show portion of that, it's still a great attraction and is a not miss for Halloween. All right, let's talk about food. Um, I have uh, gone out on a limb. <laughs> And a few calories to uh, check out. I mentioned this in a previous podcast a couple of weeks ago that Walt Disney World seems to have taken on something very comparable to what Disneyland would do during the holidays like this one, which was to offer um, special themed snacks, food items, desserts uh, to guests during a particular experience. So Pixar, uh, oh my goodness, I must have gained 15 pounds over the Pixar summer that was held a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, and it, 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 I've always been surprised that Walt Disney World didn't capture this same idea. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I read aloud all uh, many um, of the treats that uh, were being offered not just at the Magic Kingdom, but at Epcot, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Disney's Animal Kingdom. And um, it's just a nice 
it's just a nice twist on the experience. And, and so you understand the menus, first of all, a lot of the restaurants and snack bars aren't even open right now. Um, so for instance, the Chesser Cattail that you might enjoy at the Chesser Cat uh, Minute Maid kiosk in Fantasyland, that's been closed since park reopening. But they have been offering that particular one at Cosmic Rays. But other things just haven't been available to guests. And it's been a little disappointing. So it's been really nice to see these additions added on. Um, you go by Sleepy Hollow, which offers a couple of items, including the sipper cup of Madame Leota. Big, long queue to be able to um, sample, uh, to grab one of those. I haven't done that one yet, um, but I did. Let me start off with one that was just a real winner, and I rate these uh, on here, and I'll continue as I add others. I'll continue to add it to the site um, as we continue on for the next, uh, through, through Halloween. They offer a Mickey Monster Mash, you know, Monster Mash burger, and this concoction sold at Cosmic Rays is a burger with Munster cheese, potato barrels, bacon, and sriracha um, aioli. Uh, I gotta tell you, I have not had a better burger at the Magic Kingdom in probably seven, eight, ten years. This was a winner. Three stars. It's got a little Mickey. Um, kind of burned on the, uh, sounds terrible when I say that, but kind of, uh, kind of, uh, um, but it is, it's kind of stamped onto the bun, kind of like they do at Tokyo Disney. Um, I'm not big on bacon on my burger. I like bacon, but I don't like it on burgers. But this, the whole thing came together. Great taste. I can't wait to go back and try that again. And again, the Chester cattails are there. Also, so definitely check that out. Over at Pecos Bills was the Hades Nachos. And I thought this would be more of a snack. I was surprised how big the portion was, especially when you add um, the lettuce, tomatoes, sour cream, salsa, and jalapenos with it. I didn't do the jalapeno thing, but I did everything else with it. It has a um, it's nacho, black bean nacho chips with a fiery uh, buffalo chicken. I love all things buffalo chicken. And so it's easy to get me on board. In fact, there is over a Dino Bites in Disney's Animal Kingdom when it's open. I'm not sure if it's even offered right now during the pandemic or post-pandemic season. But they had this house-made chips with blue cheese and, and buffalo chicken. I'm telling you, that was to die for way too many calories. I'll never do it again, but it, it was so delicious. This was not as good as that. And I would suggest that probably, I, it just, it, it was too much. I didn't finish mine. And I would suggest this is a good shareable item. If you're looking to do a meal, then find something else on the menu to add to it and share it as well. What really caught my attention was that they had these cinnamon donuts served in a Hitchhiking Ghost novelty container. In fact, it's, it's Phineas. There are three of these 
um, hitchhiking, well, they're obviously three hitchhiking ghosts. One is a sipper cup also available at um, Pecos Bills. Um, and then the third, I believe, is a popcorn uh, device. And they kind of all attach together. There's a little light on it. Um, Finne the Phineas one that came with the donuts, they actually show pictures formally of the donuts inside the little um, uh, tombstone. The tombstone is fairly thick and it slides open in the back. I thought that, uh, but when I received my donuts, it was actually in a brown uh, serving cup and not inside um, the, the ghost, which I kind of appreciated anyway. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for donuts and these were cake donuts and rolled with cinnamon sugar. So what happened? They were, they just, I don't know if it was the, the oil they fried them in, or maybe it just was the right combination of cinnamon and sugar. It did not, it was bland and not interesting and heavy. I mean, I do like cake donuts and they are heavier than the yeast, but this, this did not really do it for me. I put two, I, 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 if they were just a little better, I would have put three stars because the container is kind of cool as a knickknack, though a little pricey. I think I paid 19 for that. It was, it was a little high on that 17, maybe, um, two stars definitely on the nachos and that's probably being generous on that one much better is constance's for if you remember the podcast i i could not contain myself from laughing for this constance's for better or for worse wedding cake it's available at the liberty square market it's a citrus cake with a ras with raspberry Bavarian cream, whipped cream flowers, and a chocolate axe on the top of the cake. And that's where it gets really fun. You got to see a picture of this. It's just too funny looking. The cake is served cold because of the, uh, the raspberry Bavarian cream. And I really, which makes the whole thing very moist. This is really good. It and it's filling. You could share this cake too. This is a, this this is um, shareable almost, and especially if you had a meal before then. Um, and I would definitely give it three stars. I think I'd give it three stars just for the cleverness of putting a chocolate axe on top of a wedding cake, and it's, and it's and three tiered no less. Um, it was it was really cool. Now of all the things I've sampled so far. The very best, and surprisingly so, was the Poor Unfortunate Souls float. Now, this thing, listen up to this thing. This is a cream cheese soft serve. And, but it's, it's, the color is blue, which you don't expect for cream cheese. The whole thing is a blue swirl, which kind of looks like Ursula's hair. You know how it kind of swirls up, that type of thing. It has black raspberry syrup, um, Coke, little candy pearls, and um, a candy crown, which tastes, you know, the circus peanut candy thing? It has that kind of texture and taste to it. 
Oh my goodness, this was an amazing, an amazing treat. And uh, I loved every part of it. It was so worth it. And uh, I highly recommend this one. It served as storybook treats. Definitely of all the things I've had, this one tops it um, for sure. Moving on to merchandise. Uh, you know what? Disney has done a fantastic job over the last couple of years of doing Halloween and Haunted Mansion merchandise. In fact, I got to tell you, uh, disappointing, because I went through uh, the gift shop next to the Haunted Mansion and forgot to grab some photos. I, and the reason I forgot to grab some photos is because I was so mesmerized by the merchandise. It was so good. And then I walked out of it and forgot later that I hadn't taken any photos. I did grab a lot of photos. Um, we have a little, um, so we're always looking for something new and clever. We have, we put out a little um, Halloween tree about this time of year. And, uh, and then we, around Thanksgiving, do a Thanksgiving tree with these, um, what we're grateful for, um, little uh, jars on it. It's very clever. My wife was very clever with this. And then we do a Christmas tree afterwards. We love how we've been able to take the little pumpkin Mickey lights and put that around the tree. This year, they have um, some of those lights. They're more the kind um, that you would wear as a necklace. But they have both the Mickey pumpkins, but also little taffy-like looking candies and also um, little candy corn candies. Um, really clever. Some great ceramic pieces that tie Mickey Mouse, a traditional Mickey Mouse, um, with um, some decor. They have a popcorn that my daughter bought, and I took a sample of it. It's a white, yellow, and orange popcorn with candy corn in it. And that was pretty cool. Um, over in Frontierland at the pin trading station there, they have a whole bunch of different pins um, that were available. And we just grabbed a photo of all those. But the cutest thing I thought, I mean, the, the really, some of the decorations are really, really cute. But the cutest thing, the coolest thing we saw was that many of the cast members along Main Street were wearing the Boo to You Halloween costume uh, while working in the stores and in the confectionery and so forth. And that was just a nice touch that just, you know, would remind you of, of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Parties, which probably is a good segue at this point to what's Missy in action. The obvious is the party. And with that means that, you know, we don't have the parade, we don't have the fireworks, we don't have the the castle show, we don't have the trick-or-treat candy, and, and we don't have the option of seeing it all at night lit up. That's a bummer. For my son this year, this is a big thing because the thing he looks forward to is a chance to see the Headless Horseman. And we would do it between, we've done it both at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party as he comes down the street and even have had some very privileged um, 
meet and greets in the barn. In fact, actually, it was really the meet and greets, I think, in the barn that we had done with our son that gave way to actually doing a dedicated um, um, meet and greet in the barn with the Headless Horseman one year. We... um, the whole thing just flattened out because of rain and they weren't able to bring the headless horseman in the barn. He was stationed behind Splash Mountain. So he wasn't able to come that evening. And my son was devastated not seeing the headless horseman. And he just quietly sobbed on the monorail all the way back. I bless his heart. He just was so torn up by not seeing the headless horseman. Well, and sharing this with the team, that we had gotten to know over at at, um, at uh, the horse barn. They did a fantastic job that year of surprising Preston with a special one-on-one with the Headless Horseman in the barn. And from that, I think they got the idea, why don't we just do this at the barn? So they started doing this event where you'd watch the headless horseman in the barn which is not a great smelling place to go watch a movie but they have these treats um popcorn and candies and you watch the movie and then at the end the headless horseman emerged and you could have an individual photo nicely taken with the headless horseman and and actually it's been a great little perk app that they've had the last couple of years and last year i don't think they did it because of a remodeling of the barn if you have not seen the barn, just drop dead gorgeous. But because of the pandemic, they haven't reintroduced that. I think the new barn is even better suited for hosting this event um, every year. So all of that is kind of a missy in action for our family, but also missy in action um, are a lot of the decorations. I mean, there were Mickey. Uh, lantern decorations, but if as you come through um, the turnstiles and you get to the Mickey floral uh, portrait, there were pumpkins out there and lots of bunting. In fact, lots of um, candy corn colored bunting throughout the uh, throughout Main Street. If you remember, there's lots of individual pumpkins with different characters on them all of that's missing this year um at least let me just say it wasn't out on day one now maybe it's taken them a couple of days to get some of this out so maybe there's a possibility what i noticed right away was in town square they've always had these scarecrow that are a synonymous well that are kind of aligned with different characters on main street a member of the band a baseball player from casey's um cast member working merchandise none of those were out um the lighter the in liberty square and uh and uh even in frontierland they'll do a lighter theming of at least fall foliage i don't know if you remember i've got a picture of it but uh pumpkins that were carved with brer bear and brer fox in the splash mountain queue um, all of these things, well, unfortunately, they're all missing this year. And that's a little disappointing. In fact, the big thing you, you miss as you, as you leave, if you remember, as you go back through those portals that take you underneath the train station, they've always had a row of pumpkins with letters on it that say, um, see ya, 
um, see you real soon um, from Mickey. And unfortunately, those aren't there either this year. So little on the side of disappointment. Now, Disney's tried to make up for it. And if you go to, we've got the link on our website, but Disney Parks website has created a dedicated page section for all things Halloween, whether you're going to be in the parks or you're just celebrating back home. Um, so uh, that's a place to go to if you want to get a little bit of the Halloween magic and you're maybe not at Walt Disney World or you are planning on coming and you want to get ready for it. Definitely check out that webpage. Now, all that said and done, let me just say, I'm really glad to see that Disney did what they did, at least with what they did, in terms of Halloween. I think people, it would not, it would not be the same for people to not see those Halloween, at least some something of Halloween as they've come. And when they, you know, the Halloween party is a huge per cap earner for Disney. And to forego that and to take some of your uh, characters and parade floats and put them into the regular uh, experience at Disney, I think is a pretty fantastic thing. Would I have liked to have seen some other things? Yeah, but I have to acknowledge the fact that I'm just thrilled that Disney did what they could do to create some kind of feel for Halloween. I think it's made a difference. I also think it will bless them because I can't help but think the number of guests who are just wanting to come to try some of these new snacks out or they see the merchandise, they come over, you know, a lot of annual pass holders um, are not unlike myself. I can often, today I was there, but I didn't do an attraction. And often pass holders will come over not doing attractions, but just wanting to check out the merchandise at, um, at the d different stores or try a new treat or snack. And I think uh, that is is going to bless Disney's bottom line. And it's just adds to the fun of Halloween. So that's it for Halloween at Magic Kingdom this year. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of our podcast. We got some more Halloween treats before we're done um, with this year's celebration. So be sure to check us out. And, um, and thank you for being part of Disney at Play, Disney at Work. If you have a chance, please go over to iTunes. And if you feel good about the kind of podcasts and the different kind of shows that we're trying to do for you, please uh, give us a kindly word. Uh, so that we can get more of the word out there. Make sure you subscribe so that when new podcasts come out, you'll be notified immediately of what's coming. And again, finally, in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage, always remember, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.